All right, let's face it. Everyone's jumping on the podcast bandwagon, right? Well, the person who invented the term jump on the bandwagon was P.T. Barnum, and he invented a little thing called the Barnum and Bailey Circus. So let's jump on the new wave circus, Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast app that will help you distribute to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even more. They have tools you can use to edit your podcast wherever you are whether it be from your phone or from your laptop and uh, not only that it's free you can make your money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started do you know who i am san francisco people know me you want some violence you want a piece all right let's get going i can feel it all the way down in my plums yeah all right we're back here's where normally i would say thank you for tuning in but instead i'm gonna say you're welcome motherfuckers because this is a hell of an episode due to popular demand we will be changing to a little bit longer format i'm not going to introduce my next guest because she's not a guest i am honored to have the miss ginger shades alongside me for this podcast we're going to learn about her we're going to learn a lot about her and i assure you this is just the tip of the iceberg or tip of the ice dildo but hey thanks for tuning in couldn't do it without you guys if anyone wants to pitch in feel free to go to patreon forward slash yeso we are in the tail end of rebranding so a new site coming soon but until then go to yesopodcast.com forward slash rev and talk your shit motherfucker and please by all means if you have anything to say to ginger after this episode go to gingershades.net and after you visit Ginger's site, if you get my drift, why not support a couple other guys I met along the way? I wouldn't steer you wrong, would I? Obviously, if you're listening to this show, you got a good sense of humor. Check out the Evil Mark show at evilmark.com. He's got a great sense of humor, and those guys know their sports. It's not one of those shows that's hosted by a guy who got a knee injury, you know, trying to proposed to his overweight girlfriend she fell on him and he never played second base again not i had a great time doing the after hour special with him what are you talking about same, same thing, thing you're talking, talking about. about what are we talking about so check out mark at evilmark.com and who the fuck said that do i know anything about video games of course i know everything about video games as long as it's it's up until they they stop using cartridges after that waters are a little muddied up i wasn't exactly in a place that had a video game system if you think you're in the know when it comes to the latest video game streaming on youtube check out Parrot gaming productions because i assure you the streaming i i know about you don't want an air video game you definitely don't want to play with that shit started to receive emails and it's really making me second guess uh a lot i appreciate people reaching out but the the content is borderline terrifying I haven't gotten any death threats yet, but you fucking better mean that shit. You come at me with a death threat, because I don't play that shit. I'll hide behind the biggest monitor and the biggest keyboard I can find and talk big shit. I'll find you, motherfucker. Don't think I won't. Tell your mom. Get you grounded. Get your cell phone taken away, bitch. <laughs>
So before we get to the lovely ginger shades, appreciate people listening and I definitely want more listeners, but if you're going to email me, stick to something that's coherent. I'd like to share a couple examples uh, of a couple emails I've received and by all means, send more. I got nothing better to do. I'll check them out. Why not? So first up, we have Dr. Feel No Pain. I don't think we met before. I'm pretty sure if we had, it'd probably end in some sort of double tap, you know, Osama Bin Laden style. Now, I thought this guy was all mayonnaise sandwiches and tornado vacations, but he actually says something pretty prolific. Now, am I saying that just so he won't, in fact, double tap me if we do ever run into each other? Of course I am. So Dr. Field No Pain says, Hey Rev, I like the show, but you are missing a few things. You need a female's perspective on the news and you need real fans. Maybe you should try answering fake email questions. What is this guy, fucking Nostradamus? Next question. Angle buried in her humper donk. Okay, this guy hasn't had pussy since pussy had him. Out of the table, Carlos. Uh, Angle buried humper donk says, Hey, thanks for the Valentine's Day show. I listened to it while I put my in my girlfriend's. I don't know if this guy's fucking with me or if I wrote this email myself. I would have chosen a better name if I wrote this shit. But thanks, guy. Appreciate it. And sorry to your girlfriend. Oh, and here's a classy one. This is from Homo You Didn't. Homo You Didn't writes, Dude, you gay. Now, there's absolutely no punctuation in any of this. Not in the name. There's not even, I mean, by punctuation, there's no space. There's no apostrophe. There's no question mark. I don't know if it's an accusation. I don't know if it's a question. I'm going to answer it the same way you wrote the question in and say, no. The email is from Twisted Fister. You know, he starts it off with, you probably won't see this. Then why the fuck are you writing it, dude? Or girl, whoever the fuck's doing it. You probably won't see this, isn't it? I mean, that's like a waste of time and space on some Shatner-level shit. And it is Shatner. Plus, dude, until YouTube agrees to let me release my actual number of subscribers, I have to pretend I'm still small time. So I'm going to read all the emails. But not if you use the name Twisted Fister. Homo, you didn't. Actually, no, I might read another one from Homo, you didn't. Just I'll give him one more try. Angle buried in her humper. Fuck that prick. And Dr. Feel No Pain, it's all good. Just stay where you are. You know, on a side note, if you did get a response from a YouTube inquiry or anything like that first of all i don't respond to anybody that's not subscribed to me second of all if you got a response it was in fact me or or my assistant or my my assistant's assistant or i also have an answering service through google but if it wasn't one of those three other things it was definitely for me so we made a connection except for dr fucking feel no pain bump me off of the bump stock i'm not trying to get bumped off of the bump stock by Dr. Feel No Pain. Okay, I'm gonna be upfront. Dr. Feel No Pain had a little bit of a request, and now that I fulfilled it, I shouted him out three times. So please don't harm my family, your friends, my enemies, anybody. Don't even harm yourself. Unless you really think you deserve it, then <laughs> it's your choice. All right, chin chin, motherfuckers, let's start the show. First, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Tell everybody who you are. And- okay, well, I'm Ginger Shades. I am an erotic blogger and podcaster on gingershades.net. I've been writing it for about two years. It just tells you all the details of my sort of naughty, nasty, and sinful life. And then I do a podcast on the mancapepodcasting.com network called Ginger Shades Experience, a risque soiree. I talk about anything from, uh, you know, dildos to butt plugs to, uh, you know, reverse cowgirl to come flying orgasms, come flying, come flying, come flying orgasms. Yeah, that's what I do. 
Let's drill down on the difference between a, a regular orgasm and a come, come, come flying orgasms. Okay. What's the, if I were in the wild, how would I differentiate between the two? Okay. So a regular orgasm is one that has minimal noise, minimal body gyration. Um, we'll, we'll crown it as like a vanilla frosting kind of. Right. I'm orgasm. familiar. Rinse and repeat. Right. right. Exactly. You know, it's like, uh, you know, that... 3.5, you know, like writing a Bronco bowl, you get what 3.5 seconds to, to, you know, accomplish it. That's kind of like a, a regular orgasm. Complying orgasm is when, so when you're writing it hard and the eyes roll back in the head and you sweat dripping down your back and your toes curl and you, you forget your name for maybe 10 minutes afterwards, or you just go completely, you know, uh, orgasmic stupid. That's a complying orgasm. Lots of noise, lots of noise, vocal. I mean, people can hear you for blocks. At least me. Made me think of something. How do you feel about men being loud? Isn't it weird? No, for me, no, no, no. Um, you know, with the realm of <laughs> what I like a lot. I guess they have no choice to be, but to be loud, right? They're screaming in terror or passion or <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other, right? Yeah. You know, those nipple clamps I use on them, they don't like it much. And yeah, yeah. No. Oh, nipple um, clamps for men. That's, that's interesting. That's, that's, um, <laughs> even though they made them i don't know they're universal oh, yes yes i've had nipple clamps and some i've had clamps in various areas recently and i thought i like it <laughs> not knowing much about your living situation i'm sure when it comes to hanging the laundry out to dry people are wondering yeah i do get some second looks for my neighbors when i when i you know uh line dry my whips and chains and and you know leather garb they 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 kind of wonder maybe I, either i'm a dog breeder or um I'm like a mechanic because, uh, or maybe I write a hardly or something because yeah, I got to rinse off my leathers a lot, you know, especially the assless chaps. Those are the ones that really get attention. To me, people that, that try to act as if they don't get it or they don't, you know, if sex is taboo to them, they're the ones that are hiding something. You know, I mean, that's the way I feel. You sound like you're very experienced in this. There, there's more to this. Tell me more. You know, this is what I believe. And if you go to my blog and read my very intro blog. Called uh, Done With The Shame Game. So I knew for a very long time who I was sexually. I've, I've known since the age of nine. That's when I started masturbating. And I just knew that there was the power of the P. And I just carried it throughout life. Unfortunately, there were times in my life more so than not, where I had gentlemen in my life who were not comfortable with a confident sexual woman or a woman who had such a high sexual desire as I did. Um, I was, I remember being asked once by a, an ex-boyfriend, so if I didn't have a dick, would you still love me? It's like, well. No, like, no, I'm that's. <laughs> you, I'm with you because you have a dick. If you didn't have one, I'd be masturbating all the time. So yeah, we have, this is a, a perplexing question. So, but I've also had gentlemen in my life who said that like, because I, when they found it, I had like sex toys. I was labeled a whore or a slut or a weirdo or a freak or, oh, I know, I knew you had these and you're cheating. It's like, this is the thing when women have sex toys. Number one, we get off. I masturbate two, three times a day when I can. I Heard enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, it's not hurting anyone. I'm not hurting myself. You know, it's not like it's disrupting my day. It's, it's just something I do. It's, it's yeah. I like, mean, uh, you sound like, busy. If I get in your way, feel free to go ahead and knock one out while I'm asking questions. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I do have to twine my purse. But I yeah, shocking. <laughs> 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 I believe you. But 
I don't know if the listeners do, but what kind of man, I don't understand the, the correlation between your cheating and a toy is, I don't understand that part of it. So what I think it comes down to is when guys, when, when I had gentlemen find out I had a toy, um, and you win I'll, your purse looking for the car keys and you're like, oh, holy shit, what's this? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys at home, just think about it. It'll work. <laughs> um, I think it's... It's the biggest fucking thing I've ever seen. No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is one of the smaller ones. <laughs> one of the smaller ones. <laughs> wow, that, that really is. <laughs> it's a bullet. <laughs> Um, Usually you put that inside of the other one. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's double the pleasure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, what I think it is, is when the gentleman I knew found out I had a sex toy, and this isn't even including my ex-husband. When he found out that I had a sex toy, he was so put off that I would willingly com- um, admit that I was a woman who masturbated. And in this day and age, you know, 2022, there's still women who, I mean, I, my group of friends, my small group of female friends, I would say less than 25% of them masturbate or even have a sex toy. Do you think they don't or they don't admit it? I mean, no, not the sex toy don't. part, but they have to really I know. Think, I mean, I, I don't, I don't believe they do. I ended up taking some of my girlfriends out um, a good year ago. They were huddled together. Like, dumbfounded like what the fuck have we walked into it's like yeah okay you walked into a building that's full of lubes and dildos and you know and you know did you i mean did, did all were all of them firmly against you jerking them off while you're in this shop or afterwards <laughs> is that how you know that they don't or were they prudes so my lesbian friend had to walk out she couldn't do it. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't. I'm so. I mean, if anybody's gonna walk out first, it's gonna be the lesbian. So I was, I was, but I was shocked. I'm like, really? But she, she's like, I can't. I, I have to walk out. I'm so sorry, I can't. And I thought, well, she was too turned on. I, well, other <laughs> women and seeing like a double-headed dildo, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's like, this is, I'm gonna force myself on someone if. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the first floor was like of the apparel and some of the silly, playful stuff you see at bachelor bachelorette parties and lubes and lotions and powders and edible panties, that kind of shit. And then you went up to the floor that had like the dildos and vibrators and the butt plugs. And then it was the fetish floor. How many floors was this joint? Three, three floors. This is the one you worked at? Uh Uh-huh. It's been around since 1970. Oh, so the Playboy Mansion has three floors. (laughs) Oh, honey, if I were to be at the Playboy Mansion, (laughs) I'd be I tried to bait you, didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you a story about Playboy though. Um, I'll listen to it. So, so, you know, we were walking through and I, again, I'm, this is my playground. I'm comfortable here. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want. And we're going from, you know, section to section and, oh my God, there's ones that are big. There's ones that are black. There's ones that are purple. Oh my God. It vibrates in very different ways. It's got 12 speeds. It's like, oh, 12 is like you're invading Ukraine. up to the 12th speed it's rattling the teeth out of your head the putin yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but i just i was shocked and thinking you know i know i'm more sexually adventurous i know that i it may be more experienced than these women i probably have a lot more partners than they've had in their lifetime i'm thinking y'all have had sex y'all have had children y'all are you have mates what what is the problem i don't i I didn't get it and so we're walking (laughs) around 
And we go up to the fetish floor. Now, again, I worked at this place. I kind of knew what was there. And there's an inflatable sheep. And it's called the I Love You. And they came running to me. We're like, what is this? And I said, it's a sheep. They were like more. I mean, the the color came out of their skin, their their face. I'm like, it's ladies. It's a masturbation tool. So finally, I got them to decide. Tell me what they wanted. They're like, okay, we want, we all want bullets. And I thought, okay, so there's a specific toy I like that has, it's a very powerful bullet. Um, and it warms up and it's very compact. It's, it's close to the one I showed you, but it's battery powder. This one's rechargeable. So I, the technology that has changed in sex toys is amazing. From the first toy that I bought, <laughs> which is called the Steely Dan. The Steely Dan? Steely Dan. Was wow. It was a... It was a, a, a vibrator and it was just a steel shaft, you know, phallic shaped. It didn't look like a dildo Two uh, double D battery. <laughs> oh, that's heavy. I'm telling you, dude, I wore out. I, thank God for Costco because <laughs> I went through battery. Yeah, you know, I've been looking for a reason to be thankful for Costco. And so I finally get them to pick the bullet. I showed them these bullets. Um, I showed them about toy cleaners. I showed them about lubes. Um, they were all very sheepish. We get up to the, the check stand and the, the gentleman or the woman, thank God it was a woman that this evening said, would you ladies like to try the, pro- the product? And they looked at me like, um, okay. In front of everybody? Well, and that, that was like their thing. And so she opens the package and one of my friends was like, so where's the bathroom? I'm like, you're not going to go masturbate with it. You're going to put it in your hand and feel it yeah, you sick fuck and like like you're gonna try it there and go oh you know what i don't like it i want to return it yeah no oh, sorry guys it took me like 10 minutes this is not for me <laughs> yeah i need you to do it in 3.4 seconds yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i need you to stop like that's how much time i have so but it's just you know I, I think what it comes down to is for the gentleman i've had in my life when they found out i had a, a vibrator or dildo or whatever um one guy was completely mortified to the point where our sex life was vanilla, mm-hmm. um, kind of like the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, uh, let me nut off. Uh, I'm going to roll over and fall asleep. You get to sleep in the wet spot kind of guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> and I have to teach you better. Yeah. Better. <laughs> I'm a horrible student. Um, but um, even though this is your first time on. Yeah. So the what? Uh, I have a question from my buddy, Evil Mark. I did his show. He's a great guy. He's got a great network of guys over there. You go to evilmark.com, check him out. When you were married, thought of like going back as being traditional or? Yeah, I, I, I will never go back to be traditional. So does that, that mean you are single or you're not single? Um, I am single. For simpler terms to explain it, I am involved, um, but I'm not married. I do not ever want to be married again being divorced i've had one other relationship that lasted three years and was with a magnificent human being um (laughs) gay sorry (laughs) we remain friends um yeah i've had friends with benefits lots of friends with benefits met some great people some i'm still friends with um, I don't engage with any more you know, intimately, but we're really good friends. I love your openness. I really do. I, I respect it. You can separate the emotional attachment from the physical. I do think I'm a, a guy's gal rather than a gal's gal rather than a gal's gal. 
Well, indeed. I have four brothers. And so being around them, you know, I was very much a tomboy. I was not a girly girl at okay. all. Oh, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I absolutely think the unity of marriage is fantastic. I know that it's not for me. Um, you know, there's people who are great who are great together married there's people who are great together as boyfriend girlfriend or great together living together um i am great by myself and having the individual i'm engaged with be in his own four walls and we care for each other and you know we engage very well <laughs> like what in like uh, like potato sack races or like what do you guys yeah. do together for fun yeah we do slip and slide a lot oh um, that's cool we've got to be cold yeah right now uh, we, do, we play chess i let him win a lot of that oh um, uh, he's a thinker <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> he fucking better be right <laughs> to deal with me he's gonna have to be yeah ginger shades well, I think like when you're in your twenties, when you are, when you engage in sex, it's for the sport of it. There, yeah. I don't think you actually yet know your body enough to know what pleasures you, what you like done, what you like to give, what you like to receive. I, I honestly don't. I think when you're in your twenties, you're 20 stupid and you're just fucking for the sport of it. At least I know I did. Um, it probably wasn't until my late twenties that I realized that, Hey, I know I like these things and I know I like to do give these things and, um, you know, being compatible with somebody. Um, so you're, what you're saying is that it took you a while to realize you liked giving blowjobs at 12. Oh, at 12. Um, well, drink will be laughing in a minute. You're flagged by YouTube and the FBI <laughs> and who else knows? <laughs> it was the only channel R Kelly subscribes to and you took it down. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, no remix to ignition. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no. yes, we're turning off the ignition. <laughs> I don't believe I can fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at <yes>. all. <laughs> yeah, it's smooth and there's no grind. <laughs> so you, no. you said you were married. So you, you, how long were you married for? I'm sorry if I missed that part. I was married for a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay. And for 12 years, total 12. Okay, so for 10 plus years, you were in a, as you described, plain vanilla yes. physical relationship. Very much so. How was the other part of the relationship? Was it fulfilling and is that what kept you around or? So, and this is no disrespect to my ex-husband. My ex-husband. No, you had, can say his name. I won't tell. Oh, yeah. That, uh, let me do that. And, yeah. and then I'll have a court date in about six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um. <laughs> My ex-husband has a genius level IQ and people who normally have high IQs like that can be socially inept. And he very much was on top of that. He had a lot of afflictions. And then we had discovered in the time frame towards the end of our marriage, that there was a, some mental illness uh, that was definitely there, I think always, but it was finally like diagnosed. And what about him? <laughs> trust me we're, we both uh, are a couple couple terrorists short of a jihad but <laughs> that so and that let that be a lesson to you fellas uh you can be a genius and still not sexually satisfy your woman so don't be scared there's only a pussy pull down their pants and you spank their ass you spank that ass less he definitely wasn't sexually confident 
um, it took us four months or it took me four months in, in dating him before we had sex. I mean, after, <laughs> the first, after the first month I was walking around him butt ass naked and he was sitting on his hands and I thought, it, it, is it me? Oh, so, oh, okay. Mental illness then definitely mental illness. There's, there's no other excuse for that. Well, uh, truly our sex life was missionary style. But if I dare tried, I'm like, you know, hey, put me face down, ass up. Oh, let's try reverse cowgirl. Um, hey, let me give you a blowjob. It just. Are you shitting me? No, he couldn't maintain. Um, and on top of that, he was an addict. So that didn't help. Um, shouldn't that pump it up, though? I mean, or I don't know. Um, what well, not when you have whiskey dick. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not an addict. That's a drug. We're all drugs. But yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, but he, I mean, if, and please forgive me, ex-husband, um, anything you can sniff, snort, drink, inject, swallow, um, if toothpaste made you high, he would be hoarding bottles and bottles and bottles of Colgate. He just, he had a very addictive personality. So anything that could be addictive, he, he was, it, it afflicted him. Except so, for when it came to. Yeah, no, but he had a $600 a month online porn subscription but... yeah. <laughs> all right here's where i'm either gonna lose or gain listeners and maybe lose or gain you uh this guy was into something that you are unable to provide i don't know what he's into very much so and, and i'll leave it at that um, yeah let's but yeah, definitely <laughs> I, I think also he said i was so enamored by you because you had such sexual energy when i first met you and i thought okay that's fine i, I know i am he goes and i've never fucked anyone like you because it was like fucking a porn star. I'm like, okay, isn't that a plus? He's like, but I was so insecure. You were so confident. I didn't know how to handle you. And, and this is what I don't get about Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't add up. You know, I have brothers. I've heard locker room talk, so to speak. And wouldn't you want like your girl to be like. You're you about know, to like, hear it right now. Like yeah, there's I mean, a locker room talk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want like that lady in the streets freak in the sheets kind of thing? Every so, man does. Yeah, well, that's why I was saying earlier, he's the average man. And I, and I will go on record by speaking on behalf of the average man. That's absolutely what we want. No ands, ifs, or buts. There's no $400 porn addiction that comes along with that. Like, even when he found out I had a sex toy the first time. And we weren't even married yet. Like, You're you about know, to like, hear it right now. Like, yeah, there's I mean, a locker room talk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want, like, that lady in the streets freak in the sheets kind of thing? Every man does. Yeah, well, that's why I was saying earlier, he's the average man. And I, and I will go on record by speaking on behalf of the average man. That's absolutely what we want. No ands, ifs, or buts. There's no $400 porn addiction that comes along with that. Like, even when he found out I had a sex toy the first time. And we weren't even married yet. I had done a porn with somebody. I had, I had a copy of it. And he found out. And who I did porn with was a gentleman I dated who was 20 years older than me. He was a phenomenal human being. Um, he had the most beautiful dick I've ever seen in my life. 40-year-old man doesn't want a 20-year-old. All right, we're going to cut to a clip. Okay. <laughs> 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 Do you play VHS? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> By the like, time this yeah. comes out, you bet your ass we will. <laughs> my first porn was at the age of 11. And my brothers were terrible babysitters. 
and my parents would be gone a lot. And so I was left in front of the TV with uh, Dr. Pepper and some Doritos and a remote control. And that was back when Cinemax was like just coming out and they had Cinemax Nights was like their soft porn. And I remember watching that going, wow, you can fuck more than on your back. You can be on your knees. She can be on top. I was, I was enamored. I'm like, this is fucking fabulous. Um, I remember silk stockings. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Cinemax? I do think so. That was Cinemax also. Yeah. And then also another thing that kind of hit me like, oh, I'm like this was, and this is so aging myself, the movie Heavy Metal cartoon great soundtrack it's about this orb but the the ending story is this this gal who has this like drop dead body but she's like there's so much fucking going on in the movie and i remember watching that and going i want to be her i want to write away on that dove like she did i want the white stripes to appear in my hair and i want to fuck like she did because it was badass and you said all this on santa's lap yes i did (laughs) i knew it from my understanding of of the uh, mall Santas, you know, for anybody listening, spoiler alert, uh, Santa's not real. But um, from my understanding, if you would have said that to a, a mall Santa, you probably would have been uh, abducted at that point. <laughs> I would have been put in the sack and yeah, yeah, yeah. right with the, yeah. with the elves. <laughs> you want to see Santa's toys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little did he know you're like you or you're technically like the most sexual elf ever. I mean, you've got the my- toys. I mean, you have the know-how. Yeah. And you I worked a in whole, a three-story shop. Yeah. And t- Santa would have a whole special department just for the toys I would want to give out. <laughs> and you were with a guy that was older. So, I mean, are you Mrs. Claus? Am I talking to Mrs. Claus right now? <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, my first Halloween outfit, I was Mrs. Claus. <laughs> wow. That must have been so confusing for so many little kids. I know. They're like, why is she dressed with a white hair and a red dress? Popular uh, costume back around that time. Oh, God. Um, the Pink Panther was big. And that's when the, oh the, the costumes were still the flimsy kind of, I want to say like Spider-Man. You guys aren't going to um, believe this. Yeah. I saw a Pink Panther and a ghost uh, tag team in Mrs. Claus. <laughs> like It's too early. <laughs> Two months to go. I hate it when people try to celebrate Christmas early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right when it was getting good. I know. But I assure you, part two with Ginger will be up faster than you can pull your pants down. Unless you got something better to listen to, stay posted. A lot more Ginger coming up on the next episode. A little bit more of me, or maybe vice versa. Either way, thanks for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Or do. And I'll be half a Ginger at gingershades.net. Thanks for listening. Again, I'm out.